Are you ready to be better? Not tomorrow, not by the end of COVID, but right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to Figure It Out with James Monty and Cal Maxwell. People have got to be better and it starts right here. It is time to tackle life's toughest questions. On this week's episode, we talk about how to attack the waiting phase of life. You are listening live, ladies and gentlemen, to probably a few days ago to figure it out with James Monty and Cal Maxwell. We're here just to figure it out and help us all get better. James, how are we doing this week? We are doing fantastic, guys. I want to give a quick thank you to everybody that's listened so far. We're about nine episodes in, and we have already hit a thousand total listens. Wow! Across all platforms, which is crazy to think about. So, and that's what about 125 listeners over. per show. Yeah. So keep it going. Um, we can only go up from here. And I'll say this: we've had a couple people in other countries listen to us. We have. We've had to name a few. We've had United Kingdom, Germany, your, your cousin from United yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Germany. We have a buddy in Germany. Um, we had Indonesia, and neither one of us knows anybody in Indonesia that, that we know of. Not now. So, if we blow up there. So we might be moving to Indonesia, but we'll give you more details right. on that later. Right, yeah, but that's those are some huge milestones. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we love interacting with you guys. Please continue to send in your questions, a.k.a. nudes of the day, to us on our Instagram page, at figureitout underscore podcast. We love hearing from you guys. We've gotten some great ones lately we're going to tackle soon. Um, I, kn- I knew the Indonesians would love us. Uh, I just knew it before we started this. I never told you that. I right. wish I would have. You know, but here we are, and we're, we're starting to catch over there, so it's yeah. big time. Big time. All right, well, uh, you know what? Let's get into it. Um, let's get into our bottom shelf briefing. Let's do it. Um, so we had something really cool happen. Um, so my birthday was a week and a half, two weeks ago, whenever it was. And our roommate, Clay Long, um, shout out to Clay, he got us, he got me a birthday gift and got James an early birthday gift. He got us whiskey glasses. Mm. And on them, he got labels that said official, figured out, bottom shelf briefing glass. And mine has my name on it and James has his name on it. These are elite. Mm-hmm. Absolutely elite. High quality glass. Um, so anytime you hear the click, on the bottom shelf briefing, just know that it comes in top shelf glasses. And think of Clay. Yeah, Our think roommate. of Clay. Great guy, great guy. Awesome. All right, so James, what are we uh, working with today on our yeah. bottom shelf briefing? Today, guys, we have some good old banana rum, premium cruzan rum with natural nana flavors. Taste is real, 27.5% alcohol, award winning, and she is distilled in the Virgin Islands. Mm. So we're getting a little tropical. Groovy, baby. A little tropical right. on them, so. That's yeah. So on first smell test, we had a friend said they thought it smells kind of like a uh, banana laffy taffy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think? Mmm. I'm getting. There's a decent amount of banana. I I really. I I like banana flavored mm-hmm. things. Um. So I like this actually. I don't I don't smell much of the alcohol. I, yeah. I just smell the banana. So. Wow. Yeah, I I do too. Now, what do you think? What do you think this would go with? Banana rum? Maybe like a Coke or something? Honestly, I feel like you could do some kind of sensual chocolate drink. Wow. I think I think you could. Okay. I don't know what to do with that, but I really think... I'm going to check that out. Get then. a little frisky with it. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's do it then. Let's get tropical. I'll drink to that. Mm. 
Definitely taste a banana. Ooh. Oh, that's, oh, it's banana. banana? Oh. Honestly, that's a lot better than I thought it was. It's not that bad. The aftertaste is pretty sweet and savory. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't get punched in the throat like usually. No, that was solid. And, you know, banana things can be so hard to figure out, Uh you know, when you're you're thinking what they're going to taste like. So that, I'm I'm pretty impressed with that. I I have two, because I only, it's, guys, it's about 1.30 and I've had three pieces of pasta today. (laughs) So I thought that would hit harder. Um, I'll give you a quick backstory on a banana drink. Um, like I said, I do love banana, but there was one time, I'm a little apprehensive, there was this drink um, at Harris Cherokee Casino that mm. me and a buddy tried. It's called the 99 Banana Shot. Um, super banana-y. And something about casinos, they just load you up with alcohol because they want you to keep doing your thing there. Um, genius tactic, really. Um, but I, I took that shot like a champ. Had a, had a couple drinks beforehand already at the casino, so I was, I was feeling mm. myself. And I ran straight for the nearest bathroom and... <laughs> Blackjack, baby. There we go. Yeah. What a, what a night. Yeah. All right. Incredible. Well, thank you to... Well, hold uh, on. We got rated. We got rated. Oh, my gosh. Good Lord. What is wrong with me? All right. Um, gosh, it's been a long week. Ooh. Yeah, what do you think? This one... I, you can make a fire mixed drink. I, I'm going to give it a... 10 being... Oh, the scale... Elite. Elite. I'm yeah. going to give it a... Give it an 8. I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay. I was I was pleasantly surprised with this one. That's pretty um, fair. Banana, you know, like I said, it's it can be hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a give it a seven. So average rating of seven point five. Yeah, awesome. Very good. That's good. So shout out to the banana rum. Here. Shout out, yeah. And um, how much? How much was this? Yes. Yeah. Um, um, my I will say a couple episodes ago when we were in my parents' basement again that was by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, hey, we're never going to drink this, so they gave it to us. So I have no idea how much it costs. It looks nice. So it may not be anywhere close to bottom shelf, but we're just going to go all over the spectrum here. We got to get – we apologize, guys. Next week we'll get back on the bottom, bottom shelf for you. We've been we've been venturing outside a little bit. We got to – I mean, I like to treat ourselves, but we need, right. to, we need to give no, the fans right. what they really want, which is that treat, cheap, cheap, cheap good stuff. Absolutely. Anyway, you want to move on? Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. So, guys, we got our figured out five today. We had um, Andrew from North Carolina send us in a question and say he wants to know what our top five series ruined by bad sequels are. And this was an interesting question because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, you know, you get movies that are really good and followed up by a terrible sequel mm-hmm. um, or maybe even part of a series that's terrible. Um, so, let's just get into this. We're going to hit our series that we think have been, we'll say, heavily negatively impacted impacted. and we we had a tough one those guys we we were looking up a ton of movies a lot of the ones we found were older and and we realized we have mostly a younger audience so it's kind of tough but we tried to pick the movies that we feel like most of you have maybe at least heard of so yeah um yeah so what's number five for us number five guys i have and this one might be a stretch for some of you but i was a big mask fan that was a movie with jim carrey back in the probably late late 90s um where he basically had this wooden mask like um tribal kind of mask that he found and he put it on and turned into this cartoon character invincible could do anything you want great movie also with um oh what is her name um Mm -hmm. blonde girl cameron diaz cameron diaz that's it she was beautiful back then still is um but so it so mask had a sequel come out years later in the 2000s called son of the mask I don't know any of the people in it, but it's basically about a baby and a dog who find masks and mm-hmm. just raid havoc everywhere. And it's just, it's not, it's cheesy. Um, and I actually, when I was looking at this movie on YouTube, I saw a, a sequel review for this and it said in all caps, 
this movie. Mm. So that's a good I idea. I think that's pretty much just good where measuring we're measuring that one. So, yeah. Number five, yeah. Um, so number four, this one really just turned into a bunch of different shows. Um, Transformers. Mm-hmm. Um, Shia LaBeouf. I'm a big Shia LaBeouf fan. Um, the first one was a solid movie. You know, um, had some good plot to it. Megan Fox was everybody's crush back in the day. I mean, good night. She's a very attractive woman. But past that, those were just absolute dumpster fires. Mm-hmm. I just thought they were horrible. Some of the action was fine, but like just plot-wise, terrible. And if you've ever seen anyone, any of them past that first one, I think you know what I'm talking about. And they just keep switching up actors and actresses, like the mainstays. Yeah. I can't keep up. It's awful. Like, do we want Shyla or, or Mark Wahlberg? I don't know. I like uh, both of them, but. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Uh, number three, guys, we have Paul Blart. Now, I, I loved the first Paul Blart. I thought it was funny. Big Kevin James fan. Um, but that the whole idea of a security mall cop, I think it's just after one movie, I think he pretty much covered it. To one done. He, yeah, I think he just kind of stopped right there. But there was a second Paul Blart. Um, and basically goes to some security convention and something goes down. He has to save the day again. It's, it's just not – I love Kevin James and I love action movies. I don't need two of those. Mm. Yeah. So, one done. Number three. Number two. Now, this one's this might be a little contra, controversial here, but um, we're huge Star Wars fans. Mm. Massive Star Wars nerds. Um, but I'm going to say The Last Jedi from the, uh, the new sequels, which was the middle movie. Um, from that and that was number eight with all due respect i absolutely hated that movie mm-hmm. um i thought there were wasted characters wasted potential useless plot line stories in there i mean it just now from like a visual standpoint it was a gorgeous movie the effects were amazing but as a star wars fan it was horrific and i still to this day i've only seen it all the way through once because that's all i could stomach I'll start it, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give another chance, and I hit certain points, I'm like, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm That's saying a lot, because we would watch every movie over and over again. Yeah. All so, the other Star Wars, you know, yeah. Force Awakens was a little iffy, and then yeah. um, The Rise of Skywalker was a little iffy yeah. as well, but but like, I could rewatch those. Last Jedi, I just can't. You knew even, I, I didn't get to watch the premiere of the last one like you did, because I wasn't with you, um, and I just put it off for months without yeah. seeing the last Star Wars, which is crazy to think about, but I was just so scared of getting let down, and finally, after six months, I was like, alright, I guess I probably should watch yeah, it. probably should. Yeah. Uh, number one, and I feel like most people can relate to this movie, I would hope most of you would agree with us, but Taken. Taken was one of the coolest movies back in probably the mid-2000s. I love it. It's probably on FX all the time. Love watching it. Liam Neeson just went god mode on people. Went off. Um, But they came out with a Taken 2 and a Taken 3. I didn't see the third one. I saw the second one. Completely, not even, it's the same idea. Like, completely. I think maybe the the wife got taken in one of them and maybe the daughter again. But it's the same, same plot. Like, it's scary how same it is. So I just... At that point, you yeah. realize they're probably just searching. They need money. They so. need money. It's all a money yeah. game, but yeah, they were terrible. See, that. so. see, that's our figured out five today, guys. Um, those are some movies that were pretty disappointing following the first ones or in a series. Um, so thank you, Andrew, for submitting that question. Um, so James, are we ready to move on to our nude of the day? Please. I need it. Yeah. So we're going to get transparent with this, guys, as we always do. We're going to get nude with our answers. Um, so today's question comes from Mary Ashlyn. In North Carolina, she says, hey, love the podcast. Shout out. That's huge. Thanks, Mary. We always love that. Any advice on how to tackle the waiting phase of life, being patient for job, relationship, etc.? And this is a great question for this time. Um, I feel like I say we can relate to all of our questions, but we can. But this one, I, I'll be honest, I've 
been getting a little burned out lately on the whole coronavirus thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if college football gets canceled, I will probably cry myself to sleep for the next three months. You might not. You might see me without a co-host on this podcast for a couple weeks. Yeah, just so. for time to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really, I'm, I'm getting sick of the, the waiting phase that we're in right now. But that's a great question um, because it's like the whole world for the last several months um, since it started happening in March, we kind of seem at a standstill in a lot of ways. So how can we kind of venture through that? And also, we definitely have phases in life of waiting. I mean, we're both still waiting on our wives. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they're out there somewhere. Hold on, wait. Did you hear that sound? That's the sound of us being single. Yeah, because we don't have girlfriends. Yeah. But anyways, um, but that's I think that's something a lot of people can relate to, whether it's a career standpoint with people getting laid off right now and things like that as well. Um, it's it's just an interesting time. So, James, kind of what is your first point you thought of when you heard that question? And I'll admit, this first one, I fall victim to today and every day, but it's, it's refreshing for other people to realize that they also fall victim to it. But don't succumb to letting your mind take over. Now, there are a couple different ways that I can elaborate on this. The first, the first thing is just feeling sorry for yourself. Um, there's, it's so easy to do. Um, I'm sure everybody has those mornings where, wake, where they wake up, they don't want to get out of bed. Like, what for? Like, mm-hmm. no motivation. Like, what's the point? Um, it, it just kind of seems like with the pause button, that you just in a standstill, but you got to realize, you know, maybe in your own personal mind, you might think it, it's paused, but life is still happening literally mm-hmm. as you have that thought. Stuff is still moving, rolling every day with with or without you. So mm-hmm. you just got to pick it back up and go with it. Um, so you just got to live right now and every day. And yeah, just don't make it all about the weight. Make it about you. Right. And And I think, again, this is a biblical tidbit that we continuously go back to. But again, you know, in Genesis, um, when God saw he just had Adam by himself and he's like, it's not good for man to be alone. That is, again, such a dangerous time when you're without your friends, when you're without your roommates or whoever, without family. That is those those are those times when your mind really starts to wonder mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm not at this point in my career. I can't believe I don't have a girlfriend. For me, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm starting to lose my hair a little bit. And I have nightmares about that for days on end. Um, so it's tough, but you can't, like you said, you can't let your mind take over there. Um, so for our second point, oh, 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 oh. I'm not finished. Oh, okay. God. Yep. Sorry. Good Lord. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. sorry guys. We'll, we'll cut that out. Um, no, I was just gonna. I was gonna end off by saying, um, with that, also do not compare yourself to mm-hmm. any other situation, and that just also has your mind going rampant, and it can just go down a bad rabbit hole. Um, but I mean, everybody's situation is different, and you'll find a way to get where you need to be. Um, it, it's it's no use in looking at other people's lives and stuff. And one of the biggest things you honestly might do, and it could just be better for your mental well being, is because everything on social media is put out there and people want to just project these lives that they may or may not have and that's just not healthy for somebody to look at. So sometimes the best thing to do is just to unfollow some people. Mm. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it helps some. Um, so that's just a, a little thought, but that might help you with the healing process. But yeah, so that's it. Yeah, even taking a break from social media mm-hmm. sometimes, deleting mm-hmm. Instagram for a little bit, yeah. that can be a great thing to do. That's a great point about comparison. There's that saying, what comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get so wrapped up in where other people are and wonder why you're not there. But again, social media is just the highlights, right? Nobody puts the the bad stuff up there. Um, so it, you got to remember that and take everything um, up there with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of in your bag to start out with? Uh, it's, it's just been a long week. There's just yeah. a lot of... I've spent some time in thought, you know? Yeah. Um, so, number two. Don't confuse patience for being synonymous with a lack of productivity. And I think this is really important because when you think of the word patience, you're like, 
or, you know, you're trying to be patient, you're waiting for something. It's like you're stuck in a place where nothing can be done. But that is so untrue. So like for us, it's like, hey, yeah, we're still, you know, waiting to, you know, meet a girlfriend or a potential wife one day. But in the meantime, what are we still doing to be productive with our life? Because we can be patient, but we can be productive at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I know we talked about on um, kind of one of our COVID episodes, you were talking about how you learned a bunch of new skills. You know, you learned Old Town Road on the piano, things like that. Um, there is so many different aspects of life, like while you're waiting for your career or while you're waiting for a relationship or while you're waiting for something else, you can be gaining ground in other areas of your life. So if you're really, if you're doing a great job in your career right now, but you're waiting on, you know, a girlfriend, boyfriend, you can continue to grind in that area of your life. And you don't have to let your patience in one area affect your overall productivity of life. I mean, it's just those baby steps to think about, like going back to number one, like, if you're constantly doing something big or small to help you in the final end goal, that's not gonna help your. That's not gonna let your mind take over. Yeah, because just sitting there doing nothing, that's when it's gonna take over. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the third one we have is just life is too short. Just like me and my height, it's just too short. <laughs> right, um, right, right. Yeah, that's the. So sorry. Yeah. Um, but you, you just got to get after it um, in all aspects, and that could mean hanging out with the friends, going on this one vacation, doing stuff. Like I said, life is still going. Mm -hmm. So I think, too, one thing that we kind of started to do lately is create, like, bucket lists. Um, mm -hmm. Also, phenomenal movie, if you've ever seen that with Morgan Freeman mm -hmm. and Jack Nicholson. Um, great movie. No sequel for it. No sequel. Mm -hmm. They didn't need one because they both died. Yeah. So. Sorry. No, you're good, but great movie. I didn't see it. But, um, spoiler alert, but... Creating things like that that you want to do in life is, I think, a really great way to say, hey, here's while I'm waiting on this, here's what I'm going to do in life. So if you want to travel, if you're waiting on your career to take off and you've got some time for yourself, you can take some time off and can afford, you know, even if it's just a beach trip. We took a day beach trip yesterday. That was great just to get out and have a great time with some friends on the beach. Um, life is going on, like you said, and it's too short. I mean, you know, you cannot spend your young adult years, especially even, you know, even as you get up into the older stages of life, you just can't spend time just sitting around and waiting for things, mm. you know, like you have to go get after it. You have, you cannot wait for things to come to you. You have to go and get them yourself, mm. you know? Um, so we're big. Um, I would say both of us have a pretty heavy drive in life. Like yeah. we're, we don't like to just sit around all the time and things like that. Um, but you know, create a list of fun things things that you want to do, places you want to go, things you want to see, people you want to meet and just go do it. Mm -hmm. You know, like even people like to make excuses from like a financial standpoint or I don't have the time, blah, 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 blah. You just got to cut the excuses out. I'm not a fan of excuses at all. And I'm guilty of doing that myself. Like saying, Hey, I can't afford this trip. Blah, blah, blah. Cut the just, yeah, cut it out. It's nine Let's have a great day. Let's cut it. You know? So, uh, yeah, I guess the last thing I was just going to say to that was, um, you know, just think of, this is going to sound kind of corny, but think of everything in the most optimistic light possible. And obviously, Cal and I, we're not perfect. We fall victim to all these things right now. Mm -hmm. um, but you can make this period of waiting in your life a personal success. And like I said, I know that sounds corny, but I mean, you can come out of this as a butterfly. You can. But if you want to come out of it as a as some larva still, well, then you're in for a hell of a run. Yeah, that's going to be tough coming out on the other end. But I think that's a great point. Um, so yeah, guys, remember... Again, let's go through these one more time. James, what was number one? Yep, number one, don't succumb to letting your mind take over. And yep. then in parentheses, I got feeling sorry for yourself and comparing yourself to others. Yep. And I will say, you know, I had a week last week where you and our other roommate, Clay, were not here. And I, I definitely fell into that trap. Mm -hmm. You know, I was sitting around kind of in my thoughts too much. It's good to spend a lot of time in thought, but I was letting my mind 
um, succumb to those negative thoughts. Um, so that is tough. So surround yourself with great people too. Number two, don't confuse patience for being synonymous with a lack of productivity. Mm -hmm. And then number three, like myself and my physical stature, life's too short. Go after it. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, what you lack in size, you make up for in heart. Make up for it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're coachable. I love you. That's it. So, Mary Ashton, thank you so much for your question there. That is a great question. Um, again, that's something we can all relate to as the world kind of seems to be at a standstill right now. But, guys, remember, while the world may be at a standstill, while our economy may seem to be that way, we don't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. While things seem to be on pause, while certain areas of our life may be on pause, you know, it's corny, but we got to live each day to the fullest, and we, we got to get after it. Mm -hmm. And we got to figure that out. Um, pitter patter, pitter patter. Let's get after it. Let's get at her. Um, and when you really think about it, let's say, what does the average person live to in their seventies, mm -hmm. right? Like that is not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things. I mean, we're just a speck of dust, um, in comparison to eternity. So why not make that the best speck of dust you can? Mm. That's all I got. That's all we got there. So again, thank you so much, Mary Ashley, for a great question. That is our nude of the day. Um, guys, a couple things. First off, our charity of the month. I will say, so last week's, or two weeks ago, the episode, or last episode, we had my sister Christina on talking mm -hmm. about going through grief. I think that's the best reviews we've gotten from a show yet. 100%. We've always gotten great reviews, but I've got a lot of comments from people. If you have not listened to that episode, it's our last one, go check it out. It's unbelievable. It, I mean, we had people tell us they were in tears. She just took over the show. We might have to just give her the rights <laughs> to our podcast to her and let her go after it. I, she killed it. Probably. Um, so that, again, reminds me. Um, that our charity of the month is Rip Rap, and that is the nonprofit that she works with um, children who have cancer with through that organization. They're doing some great work there, impacting lives to the extreme, and that's what we love to see. So we want to donate $5, right? $5. $5. Not much at all. And that's like a, a couple cans of French-style string beans. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Canned food drives are good, too. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, guys, we've got another great show planned next week, um, and I'm, we're super excited about this one. James, you want to dive into that oh topic? Oh my gosh, a little bit? guys, you cannot wait to hear this. This is going to make you such a better person. Great. We love you. We're thinking about you. We're praying for you. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you next week.